0: Welcome to Cage Minds, I'm Micah Frankel, and today we're joined by Bellator 276's, yeah, do not adjust your station, Bellator 276's, ready, Sandoval, 11 days notice, the call comes in, and it's to face number A in Bellator's middleweight division, Romero Cotton, so talk to me, sir, tell me about this Situation, the scenario, how you took this fight, how it all played out.
1: Uh, so uh, I get a call from one of my longtime friends and training partners, Ed Tomaselli. Um, anybody that's been in the game from back in the days knows who he is. Fought in WEC. Uh, he does a lot of. He's done movies. He was in Breaking Bad, uh, Dust Till Dawn really old school guy we train a lot together uh he actually cornered me for the drew Fickett fight so it seems feasible that he's the one that calls me on this again and says hey i got a buddy that's looking for a 185 before bellator and i said
0: get the them
1: He's like no seriously so i was like okay sure pal you know i didn't believe it because we've had these phone calls before and nothing ever happens and um no, two nights later, I get an email from his buddy that's setting all this up, my manager guy, yeah, my two big shout outs to this man. And uh, he sends me over my contract, bro. And I was like, oh, it's really going down. And then uh, I start getting forms with Bellator on it. And I'm like, OK, that's a little bit too much work to be a joke. And then in the, the next morning, I go take my kids to school and boom, it's, it's got it right there on Bellator, man. Freddie Sandoval. So, what do I what, what do I do, man? Can't say no.
0: How does it feel? I know this is an opportunity, uh, a chance to get back in the cage is something that was one of your biggest desires.
1: Yeah, it definitely was. If you go back to our last interview, I think I mentioned that my goals were to get a couple local fights, get my feet wet again. You know, it's been 13 years and then uh Get into Bellator or there. Those, that's, you know, uh, those words for word, my last interview and what I've always said. Um, I guess you speak it into existence and it happens. Uh, I didn't get my warm up fights, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's what Wolves do, man. They get in there and they just go, you know.
0: What's the thought process like? You just heard Bellator and you signed right on. Did you look at who the opponent was going to be? Talk to me about the thought process.
1: No, not really. Um, yeah, I was like, okay, cool. Like I said, it didn't sink in till I think it was it Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning. It sank in. Once I seen my name on there, I was like, okay, this is it. And, uh, I looked because his name's next to mine. So I clicked on it and it brought up some of his old fights. So I was able to look at it right then and there. But regardless, I'm taking the fight. You know, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And, uh, Why not? You know what I mean?
0: 13 years away. I know it's been quite a few grappling matches, but three, four grappling matches here in the last Mm -hmm. year. So you've gotten back to competition, but is there even a wow effect to you that you're going to step in the cage with the guy that they got ranked number eight, the super prospect just out of the blue?
1: Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, it's it's nothing new, I guess, right? We went through this back in 2009 when Drew Fickett on a three-day notice. Granted, Drew's not a ranked, he wasn't a ranked fighter, but this is a guy that's beat Josh Koscheck, you know, Kenny Florian, uh, Berkman. He, I think, I don't know if he beat Diaz, but I know he went whistles with Diaz. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, yeah, there's a big wow factor. You know, the guy's ranked number eight. Um, I asked my buddy Tom or Ed, like, like, hey, like, why me? There's got to be a 1,000 more middleweights, 30, 40-plus middleweights on their roster alone. There's got to be somebody on their roster's teammates that would step up. And obviously my guy's going to stroke me and he's going to give it to me to make me feel good. Um, So I finally had to talk to the main man, like, I just got a question like, why, you know? And uh, is this a big suicide mission? And he's like, no. He's like, people are too afraid of their record these days, Freddie. They're too afraid of their record. He says, Ed's been talking about you for a long time. You wanted to come back and make a comeback? So, you know, here we are.
0: Four finishes, three are in the first round. He's unbeaten this monster wrestler, you think all of that hype right there is why it's you that all of that hype right there just scared everybody else away, and we've seen by now you're pretty unscarable.
1: It's, I could see it. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can definitely see it. I mean, the man trains with a mask and a, and a and a backpack thing on him. You know what I mean? Like he's a Nebraska wrestler. That's one of the top college wrestling schools around. Uh, you know, his training partners are Daniel Cormier and Khabib and the likes of those guys. Um, yeah, I could see why people would be afraid, you know. Uh, but I come from the streets, man. I've seen the gritty, the, the grimy, the ugly, the dirty. You know what I mean? He's a human people just are- like I am, man. He-
0: people are obviously going to ask it. 13 years away, getting your feet back wet with the grappling. How can you feel prepared for this opportunity?
1: Oh shit. I'm not prepared. <laughs> I'm not prepared. I got 10 days. I'm doubling down on my workouts. You know what I mean? It's gonna come down, it's gonna come down to my mental strength. I guess his his physical strength and his cardio. You know, he's a wrestler, he's a cardio machine. He's 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 a, he's a bigger, younger version. Of what I would do, you know, that's my game, hardcore good wrestling. And uh, you know, um, so we'll see. Maybe we can maybe he wanna try his hands out, you know. Um, I don't know, but uh preparation. I'm just doubling down on my workouts. I got a lot of great people coming in to help me out, a lot of bigger guys. Um got got up to the ranch the other night finally. So I got a little bit of good work in up there, you know, with some experienced veterans and uh you know, I've been staying busy and active, you know, not, not obviously where I want to be, you know, you give me eight weeks, give me a full camp and, and, uh, you know, I'm good all day, but again, it's an opportunity, you know, you just you can't say no, man.
0: With 11 days, are you able to fit much training, mat preparation time, and we still trying to get all those other little things together, the trip, uh, getting ready to go out there, getting your gear ready. There's just so many little things with life that you have to get prepared. And not to mention the things with the company and probably other people like me want interviews. How much time is there to prepare for the fight?
1: It's been rough, right? I even had to take off from work. I got sent home from work the other day because I started a part-time job, uh, you know, in the mornings to help my buddy out. And uh, I even got sent home because I was on my phone getting emails, phone calls all day long. And I'm getting my work done. I'm not just putting my work off. You know, I take care of my priorities. And uh, yeah, it's been nonstop, man. Um, I just, I, I make the time, man. I got to make it work, you know, because I'm, I'm a people person. And, uh, and I know where I came from. And uh, time management, you know, my body can only handle so much. I'm pushing it I'm pushing it right to that edge. Probably a little more on certain days and nights, but um, you know, I'm just—I gotta keep going as if it's life. I can't just sidetrack it off because I don't have the convenience to do that, like some of these fighters do. You know, whereas all focus on MMA. I have—I have kids. I gotta—I gotta tend to that need me there. I got my clients at the gym. I got my fighters. You know, I got my job. So uh, yeah, like you said. I gotta get all the gear together. You know, you just caught me right now. I was getting a new mouthpiece made because mine was loose. Um, you know, uh, it's just one of those things, man. You just, you just gotta make, you gotta make it happen, bro. You know, I know what it's like to come from nothing and get on your feet and and make shit happen. And that's all this is. It's just making it happen one way or the other. No excuses. Verme-
0: Romero has been on this Bellator platform, so we've got to see his fight. There's footage of him. Your footage, it's old. It's old footage. Oh, yeah. How much is an element of like surprise in your advantage that he doesn't know what you're bringing? It, it's a different version. Honestly, man, I was like, I, I, I just,
1: I... I couldn't fathom the fact that they took this fight, not because they're scared or anything like that. This man is, he's a grown man too. He's not a kid. He's 30, he's in his thirties. You know, he's been through some hardships in his life too. And I respect the man for that and for turning his life and getting right on the right track. Um, But for me, if I'm, if I'm a ranked fighter, it's a scary thing, bro. You're going in against an unranked fighter, an unknown fighter Hasn't fought in 13 years. <clears throat> Last time he did this shit, look what happened. You know, is history going to repeat itself? Probably not. This dude looked like he go- he eating knees for breakfast. You know what I mean? Uh, the man's a big man. He he, uh, his video, you all see, it, he barrels through those knees. Um, but it just takes one man. We've seen it. Look at Connor. It just takes one. So, um, I I don't know what's going through their heads, man. I don't know what's going through their heads. Uh it's it's a scary thing. Again, there's no pressure on me at this buddy, you know. I'm not expected to win, you know. If I lose, who cares, right? Have um, you
0: went into practice yet any of these days and at the dark haven. I know you go do your jujitsu over there and just mm-hmm. lay down the mat and said, all right, I need the biggest guy in here to just jump on top of me because inevitably in my fight, I'm probably going to end up in this position. He's going to try to take me down.
1: Oh, I've, I've accepted the fact he's going to take me down. I've accepted the fact he's going to take me down. And I brought in big guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the good thing I noticed was size-wise, all the guys that he's taking down in fought. You know, a lot taller. Um, I'm shorter. I think me and him might even be the same height. So uh, he probably a little bit wider. But um, when you get matched with a guy, your height or shorter it's harder to take them down. You know what I mean? He's got to sacrifice a little bit of uh, getting down in order to get that, right? Um, Unless he just wants to barrel up top but that doesn't show from his fights that's what he does so um yeah no i i've i've been having all the guys on top of me on top of me big guys in between half guard side control back flattened out rear naked's you name it mounts all of it so yeah no we're digging deep in there
0: now we said that he's going to want to take you down are there yeah. any areas <laughs> where you feel like there may be some advantage for you coming into this fight
1: um well obviously the experience you know i have i have the experience i i think i got as many losses as he does fights so i think the experience even though it's out of date i i think the experience uh will play will play some factor in that and uh uh altitude gonna be something i believe uh, I noticed in Corpus Christi. Obviously, I wasn't training like this. It's a whole different preparation. But in Corpus Christi, uh, I didn't feel as gassed out or fatigued. So I believe the altitude will have a will will have a different effect. I'm hoping it does. Um, and again, I mentioned this this man trains with a mask and a, and a and a system on his back. So probably trying to trying to mimic that what we have here, um, but. You know i've trained with the masks and all those different things and you can change the temperature you can suck out oxygen put in oxygen it doesn't matter at the end of the day you're training here or you're at the peak you know base or the peak it doesn't matter what you have breathing in it doesn't it it just it can't stimulate it nasa proved that it can't stimulate it you can kind of but it's not the same so uh, experience and, and, and altitude, I believe we're gonna they're gonna play a little bit of a factor
0: for me. We know that Birding you rode, figure. you ro- did, you rode the roads here, the old school. Have you thought about what it's gonna be like this return that you've wanted and walking out into that? arena we're not talking about a venue and you know this is bigger than when you used to compete you've watched Bellator now on Showtime and you're gonna walk out into one of those arenas there in St. Louis have you thought of what it's gonna be like now 13 years later and it's so much more epic than it used to be.
1: Oh man it's huge yeah it, it gives me it gives me it gives me jitters bro uh the hair stands up it gives me jitters my heart gets a little da 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 um uh, yeah man it's exciting but I'm here for the I'm here for the fun. You know what I mean. I'm here for the fun. You know I'm 36. I'm gonna be 37. Uh, you know I'm about I'm about wrapped up. I think uh, I got just got too much going on. Uh, you know we'll see. Obviously what happens after this. Um, but this goes back to the pressure thing. It's not on me. I'm just here to have fun. I'm just here to show up and have fun. You know. Uh, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna. Be, my best to give hell believe that you know at least this man's gonna know he was in a fight uh you know some people might just take it for the money and they might just go lay down and let him choke them you know what I mean not my style brother you know that's not how I get down you know they told me Ficky was gonna take me down and submit me because that's what he does he's a master lock well you're gonna get me down you want that choke you're gonna get me down this man wants it he gonna he gonna work for it he gonna work for it you know we're gonna see what i can string together in 10 days
0: well damn exemplifying that no gluts no glory kind of mentality yeah you gotta do man you gotta go
1: bigger why bother you know what i mean
0: To sum everything up, I know you had been looking for the opportunity. I'm happy to see that you got it. I I know that it was something that you truly wanted. And, man, I can't wait to see you perform next week. Best of luck and everything out there.
1: Yeah, no, man, I appreciate your support. You've been solid since we've been back in the game, bringing Ball Fighting System back, Um, you know, giving our fighters opportunities and stuff, covering us, covering the local guys out of state, man. And uh, that's why I shot you that thing right away to let you know, you know, hey, this is something cool, uh, you know, get you a first bite on it, get you in the mix, uh, you know, because we're not going to forget about our hometown people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we got the big the big companies out there doing it too, but to me, you're a big man just like them, you know what I mean? And you cover and you do for us, without us or without you, how do we get known, you know what I mean? So uh, we appreciate you, brother, and we love you for everything you do for us.
0: I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And, and I'm saying now, I'm getting the interview up before the fight. I'm going to cut all that other stuff out, and we're, I'm going to put up a second version afterwards just so that everybody can hear the full thing later.
1: No worries, man. Whatever you got to do, I appreciate either way. It ain't going to stop nothing anyway. You know what I mean? They can, they can know the game plan. Got to stop it. You got to stop it. So.
0: <laughs> Thank you for the
1: time. All ah, right, big dog. Have a good day.